Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, lifestyle, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope If You're New, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. How are you? How have you been? How's your year? Fill me in on what's going on in your life. I cannot believe that it's almost February. It feels like 2023 is already going by in like the blink of an eye. And it's been a pretty work heavy month for me, but I feel like I like it that way. I like staying busy. I don't know how you are, but I feel like that's kind of how my year has looked so far. And I'm really just excited to get to sit down and chat with you guys about today's topic, which is going to be all about walking while working. Now, I've been a pretty big advocate for this for a few years. I think I started walking while working when I was 19 or maybe like 20. It's been like two or three years now. I'm 22 now for reference, but I have been doing it for a while. And for the most part, I would just do it in the morning, like a quick little 30 minute treadmill strut while doing my emails or while checking messages. That's kind of what I used to do. And for the challenge that I'm going to be talking to you guys about today, I did walking while working for 30 days. So I did emails, projects, Projects, graphic design, you know what I mean? Like meetings, all sorts of different things while walking. And I think that that's what makes this challenge so unique from what I had done in the past because I've always kind of done walking while working before, but I've never done it to this extent. So I'm just kind of excited to share what I learned from this experience with you guys. And maybe if you're curious about walking while working, this will inspire you to try it out if you're able to or something like that. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and talk about our weekly segments, something I'm loving, something I'm doing and something I'm working on. Okay, so something I'm loving lately. I recently made a TikTok video and I posted on Instagram too, but it was all about how I feel like social media has made me lose my sense of style. And I'm going to be making a podcast or a YouTube video to go in on this a little bit more in depth. But basically how I've been feeling lately is I go on social media, like I'll be scrolling on TikTok or whatever, and I will see somebody who has a specific I don't know, like mirror for their vanity. This is a good example. And I'm like, oh wow, like I really like the look of that. And I think that my style at some point in this mix has gotten lost. And I feel like I used to have a lot of like individuality. I had a lot of things that were very personal to me. And throughout being online, you know, spending more time on social media, I feel like I've kind of lost that. You know, the mirror that I saw online was like just this plain gold mirror and there was nothing wrong with it. It was a cute mirror. But at my core, I think I knew that it wasn't my style, if that makes sense. And so I bought it anyways, because I was like, whatever, I'll just see how it looks in my space, because I recently redid my desk area to be a vanity area, since I set up a double desk in the like little loft area with my boyfriend recently. And I got this gold mirror, and I thought to myself, okay, like I'll hang it up, see what I think. And at the same time, I also had this other mirror that my mom had given me, and it is just beautiful. It's so artistic. She got it from an artist, actually, and I just love it. It's my personal style. Like This is a mirror that I would absolutely hands down choose over the gold one. But I felt this really weird pressure to put up the gold one anyways, because it would be more aesthetic for social media. And I had that thought and that's when I really kind of had to take a step back and I was like, whoa, okay, like what's happening to me right now? And so I posted a video. I was like, you know, I feel like social media has made me lose my sense of style and I really want to go on a journey to finding it again. So that's my something I'm loving this week is really being on this journey of understanding what my style is, what parts of it I lost to social media. It almost feels like I was like, especially with the whole like minimalist um, aesthetic thing, 
I used to always get like bright colored everything and then the minimalist trend came along and I was like no nope, I'm gonna go with all white or all beige and it just feels like it completely dulled who I am as a person so I guess that's something I'm loving lately is just really being able to be who I am with my decor with my fashion everything like that I feel like the same thing happened with my clothes too and I don't know if you guys relate to this but in the comment section of that video I posted a ton of people were like no like I feel the same way but it just feels like every part of me has become more mundane if that makes sense and more like on trend with what's going on but less of me so I got this whole like athleisure wear thing where I was wearing beige and browns and I still love those colors but I'm a bright green person I wear bright blue bright red I love bold colors bold colors look better on me because I have like a winter palette I did the whole color thing but that's a talk for another time but I just feel like that's what I'm loving lately is just being on this journey to rediscovering my style rediscovering who I am as a person outside of social media because that is so tricky that's a really gentle or like thin line to cross. And I guess that kind of overlaps into something I'm doing lately, which is actually going through my wardrobe and re kind of revamping old clothes instead of looking for new ones. So about 80% of my wardrobe is thrifted and the other portion is probably, it was a gifted to me, it was a hand-me-down or I bought it at some point or another. And I don't have anything against buying new clothes per se, all within reason. Like if you feel like you need a new shirt, go get a new shirt if that makes you happy, you know what I mean? But I am a pretty big proponent for using what you have instead of getting something new all the time. And I'm not against buying new things. It's more so if I don't have to spend money on something new, I'd prefer not to have to, if that makes sense. And so really something I'm doing lately is going through my wardrobe, taking things out that maybe I'm not in love with and asking myself, what don't I love about this piece? So the shirt that I'm wearing actually as I'm recording this was my grandpa's and I love the shirt and I just never wore it often because I felt like it wasn't me and it like didn't flatter me and so I just would never wear it. So instead of letting it take up space in my closet, I kind of trimmed the neckline and so like created like a little seam there so that way it would not look like I trimmed it and then I also cropped it because the shirt was just longer because it was my grandpa's and I think that there's something to say with that where when you're able to go into your closet and find old clothes and make them feel like new again it's just such a fun experience and I feel like it gives you more power and control over what it is that you wear so I yeah that's kind of what I'm doing lately and I would really encourage you if you have been on a kick where you're trying to like decrease your spending you're trying to be more sustainable whatever it might be for you take a look at your closet and ask yourself like what do I need to change about it to make it feel more like me and so I think that my something I'm loving and something I'm doing they're all kind of mixed in together and I know I rambled about that for longer than I feel like I normally would but it really is something that I've been thinking a lot about lately so I was just excited to share it with you and last but not least something I'm working on is creating a more productive environment for me this has been in the works for literally the entire month of January I think I mentioned before that my boyfriend and I set up a double desk. I made a YouTube video all about it, but we set up a double desk so that we'd be able to work next to each other while we're working from home. And I never really had a desk area that I felt good about. So the way that my living situation is, we have a one bedroom and then a loft area that also doubles as a kitchen. And so I wanted my desk to be out in the kitchen area or like the loft area instead of in my bedroom. Cause I don't know what it is about being in your bedroom that just makes you feel cozy 
and like you don't want to work you don't want to be productive so I wanted to switch that up and that's what we ended up doing and that was like step one of this long process to creating a space that feels like more productive for me in 2023 the next part to it is really curating what's on the desk to make me feel comfortable at it and I think last night was my final little touch I added some mood lighting and just stuff for when I'm doing like my late night work sessions and it really just feels super complete so I feel like I'm still working on it because there's stuff I want to add and there's stuff I want to change but I'm really happy with how it's coming out and I feel like especially if you work from home you definitely should try to invest in some sort of space that makes you feel productive that makes you inspired to work because it's made the biggest difference for me and speaking of workplaces to work I feel like that's the perfect segue into today's topic which is going to be all about walking while working for 30 days thank you guys so much for catching up with me on these weekly segments but without further ado let's go ahead and jump into today's main topic okay so here's the deal by now I'm sure that most of us have seen the latest work from home trend which is walking while working and over the past 30 days I started doing it myself I really wanted to answer a few questions about it and today I'm gonna share what I've learned with you I guess you can consider me your guinea pig for all things work from home I've worked from home since I was literally in college ever since I was 18 and got my first like big girl job I've been working from home I've worked in a variety of fields I've worked in real estate freelancing and now I'm kind of more dabbling more into like content creation social media and so I feel like I have a pretty good handle of what work from home looks like and I love to share what I learned with you so for the past month I set up my computer on top of my treadmill and I went to work I did a variety of tasks while working everything from emails to projects to design work and like I mentioned earlier that's what made the biggest difference here is I wasn't just doing emails in the morning or replying to messages I was really throwing myself into work to see how I felt about it could I do graphic design on a computer while working or while walking how did that feel is it messing me up is it slowing me down I wanted to know what that would feel like and maybe if walking while working should be reserved for only specific tasks if that makes sense so that's what we're going to be talking about today let's go ahead and get right into it so I tracked how I was feeling and also logged my thoughts about this whole experiment at the end of the day I noticed three main points that I think would inspire people to start walking while working as well as three pro tips that I wish I knew sooner so the first benefit that I noticed after walking while working for 30 days was a drastic increase in focus I think that in the past I've had difficulty focusing on specific tasks it felt like this issue was resolved almost immediately I think there's like a learning curve where almost like if you you go on a boat for the first time you got to get your sea legs or whatever it's kind of like that so once I got the hang of typing while walking I started to really create content pieces for work and go more in depth in whatever it is I was doing and there's just something about walking that makes time fly like without even realizing it nearly 90 minutes had passed by I had finished like three blog posts I was already done with my emails it was just crazy how I was able to really dial in on a task and work on it way faster than I was ever able to before. And I think there's a couple of factors there because I know that when you're on a treadmill, you feel motivated, you're getting your endorphins going, there's adrenaline, all that stuff I'm sure contributes to this. But I also think it was just the element of changing up my environment in a way that felt different. So when I stepped on the treadmill, opened up my laptop, I said, okay, it's work time. And I was able to really dig deep into what I was doing better than ever before. I don't know if I mentioned a lot on here, but a lot of times what I'll do is I'll try to have at least two to three hours of deep work is what I call it um, during my day. And so deep work is when I'm doing my deep creativity work. It's when I'm planning, it's when I'm creating. And that experience as a whole, like that flow state, that deep work has occurred more often 
on that treadmill than ever before in my life. And I think that it really has something to do with just the fact that you are releasing dopamine and there's less distractions and it really is just the perfect duo for deep work. So if you are somebody who wants to, you know, increase your focus at work or increase your focus at a creative project you're working on, definitely, definitely consider walking while working if you can do it in some sort of way. I know that a lot of people I saw on TikTok would get these walking pads to put under their desk and I think that it honestly made a huge difference for me. Okay, the next benefit that I noticed while walking while working is my step count went crazy and I've been working from home for nearly four years now and I would say that the biggest downside to it is how easy it becomes to live in a pretty sedentary lifestyle. Coming from walking everywhere at college or whatever like that, working from home felt great at first because I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I don't need to walk from building to building. I don't need to commute to work. I just have to wake up, go to my desk and get started. But being able to hang out on my couch all day got old pretty fast, even though I thought it was going to be like my dream life. There was also some pretty negative impacts it had on my health. Working from home led to me feeling more tired and my body felt kind of sore. I had tech neck, which is like where your neck, you have major tech strain or neck strain from staring at your screen all day. A lot of kind of the repercussions of working from home started to show physically in my body. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I need to start changing how I'm doing this because this is not sustainable for me. And it was kind of weird because I still had my daily gym workout, my daily at-home workout, whatever it was, but it felt like that workout alone wasn't cutting it because it was only 45 minutes to an hour of my whole day sitting at a computer. So I really wanted to set a goal for myself to hit 10,000 steps. But when you're working from home, that's so hard to do until I started walking on a treadmill. And I feel like that's where things started to really look up for me. I wasn't getting any neck strain. I don't know if it's because the angle was different, but my neck strain felt better. I was getting like 15 to 20 to 25,000 steps a day when I was walking while working. And overall, I just felt more energetic while I was awake. And it also has such an impact on how you feel about yourself. I know that a lot of people will say, get 10,000 steps in a day and you're going to feel better. And I always, not that I scoffed at that, but I always thought like, oh, as long as you work out, that'll be enough. But honestly, there is something so therapeutic about walking. And when you're able to pair that with your work, it almost leads you to feeling less stressed, which is actually my benefit number three. Feeling less stressed throughout the day was something I definitely experienced while walking while working. And honestly, it's no secret that exercise helps lower your stress levels. And this was just a really easy way to do it without having to even think twice. I think one of my favorite parts about having a treadmill desk is the fact that it lets me get gentle movement in without adding stress to my body. I honestly, I love a good like high intensity workout, but sometimes all you need is a good walk. Like I said, there's something therapeutic about it. There's something relaxing about it. And there's something that really just encourages your brain to just keep going, keep working. And it just was a really interesting experience for me. I definitely noticed I was less stressed when I would encounter a problem sitting at my desk. Let's say that, you know, I got a, a kind of a disappointing email or whatever like that, or there's a problem I had to face. When I was sitting at my desk, it would feel like not the end of the world, but it just would feel super stressful. So really being able to go on the treadmill and feel a difference in my stress levels was huge for me. And if I would have gotten that same like disappointing or stressful email on the treadmill, I felt like I was way more capable of managing it, which I thought was fascinating because how the heck would that even work? But it totally does work and it really was a great experience. And obviously some days are better than others, but regardless of my mood, I always felt at least 1% better after a walk or work session. I thought that that was really interesting because I think it even, it convinced me that even if I don't do a whole you know, work from home, walking day, like a four hour, six hour day, 
of walking on the treadmill, even if I just do an hour or two hours, I feel noticeably different throughout the rest of the day. And other people even notice about me too. They, my boyfriend will come home from work and he'll say, hey, like you totally went on the treadmill today, didn't you? And I'm like, I did because I have more energy. I feel more, you know, in control of things. I feel happier. I feel less stressed. Those were the biggest benefits to me for walking while working. And I think another one, this is kind of like an add-on benefit, not like one of the ones I wrote down, but something I noticed was I feel like the whole hot girl walk trend on TikTok was great, but I was really only able to go on those lengthy walks on the weekends because I had to work in the morning. So what kind of helped me out a lot too was being able to have that movement and have that exercise without needing to ever leave the home and without needing to break from my work. And that was a huge benefit to me because it really really just made me more active in general and I feel like that just makes you feel better as a person as a whole. <laughs> I think I feel more focused and healthier and less stressed after completing this 30-day experiment and it's definitely something I plan on continuing into the future. Now that I've told you about some of the pros to walking while working, I thought I'd tell you some of the cons because there definitely were cons as well and I don't want you guys to like buy a walking pad and get into this whole walking while working trend without knowing all of the facts about it. So con number one was that I did originally purchase a walking pad to put under my desk, but that broke pretty quickly for me. And honestly, I might've just gotten kind of a weird one or something like that, but I really would recommend that you should probably pay a little bit more for a higher quality walking pad if you're interested in getting into it, because I do think it would make a difference. Luckily, Amazon did take my return for mine and I ended up just using a hand-me-down treadmill for my family. So that's kind of what I'm doing now and it's working well for me, but yeah, definitely invest in something. I think that it's worth the investment is basically what I'm trying to say. And you don't want something to break. You don't want to get you know hurt. You don't want to fall. So definitely make sure that you're investing in safe equipment. Okay. And this next con involves very specific work, but if you do anything involving graphic design, if you do anything involving like attention to detail, walking while working was a little bit bumpy for me, like quite literally just the movement of like how your body moves when you're walking sometimes you're not able to get that level of precision so I found that I wasn't able to do any of my graphic design work while I was walking while working obviously and if you already knew this then perfect but I kind of went into this whole experiment thinking I'm just going to try everything and see what works but yeah if you have a job like you're you know if you're a writer and you need to write a lot all day I definitely think that walking while working would work for you I did talk to a friend who tried this out as well and she said that she did get motion sickness from walking while typing so that something to keep in mind. I didn't experience that, but I do think it is just like a person-to-person -person basis. So my recommendation for that would be if you want to try it out, I would take your laptop maybe to like a gym or somewhere private or something like that. I don't know how you would really test it or maybe a friend who already has a walking pad. And I would try to see if you can test it out first just to see if your body has any weird reactions to it. I think that sums up both of the cons that I wanted to mention to you guys. Again, just make sure you're investing in good equipment and also make sure that you test it out somehow before to make sure your body doesn't have like a weird reaction to it or anything. And that perfectly leads me into some more tips that I have for you guys. Number one is wear good shoes, wear shoes that fit, wear shoes that are suitable for your body, that fit your feet, that type of thing. I made that mistake and it sucked pretty bad. I wore my old beat up tennis shoes, not thinking anything of it. I was like, I wore these, you know, tennis shoes for so long. It's whatever, like they're broken in, it'll be fine. 
I had such bad shin aches and I do think it was the shoes. As soon as I got a new pair of shoes, broke them in, I didn't have that problem anymore. So I would recommend that if you are gonna be working and walking from home, make sure that you invest in a good pair of shoes in the same way where you should invest in a good walking pad or treadmill. Tip number two is don't forget to stretch every now and then. I like to do a quick stretch in the morning before I get to work and then another after I close out. I also will do like mini stretches in between walking sessions. I found that it works best for me to walk in 60 minute intervals with with either a 30 or 60 minute break. It sounds like a lot, but if you're walking, you know, it goes by super fast. I was not able to do sessions where I was walking for two, three hours straight. I just don't think my body could handle that. And I also just don't think it would be suitable for me long-term is kind of what I was thinking. So I was just trying to find the most sustainable way for me to walk while working without it having a negative impact on my body. So that's what I would encourage you to do as well. And that of course involves stretching. Make sure that you really stretch out your calves because man, oh man, do they hurt after you do this for a few days. But I did reach a point, I think maybe around day five i would say where it just kind of felt like second nature to me at that point so i do think that there's like a adjustment period and then once you get past it everything kind of feels like a breeze tip number three is to give yourself time to adjust which is a little bit of what i was just touching on try not to hop into a full day of walking i started with like 30 minutes and then i went to an hour and that's where i felt like was my comfort zone and then sometimes i'll do an hour and a half i've even done two hours before but definitely don't push it give yourself time to adjust get used to the speed that you want to walk at that was huge for me too I thought, and I think that every treadmill is different as far as speed goes. I don't know how that works, but I think I settled on a 2.5 worked best for me, but also keep in mind, I am like 5'8", so I'm on the taller side, so my legs are longer and that helps me out as far as speed goes. Um, I know other people will feel comfortable walking at 1.5 and 2, and you know, if you want to do a little speed walk, maybe you can up it to 3, but for me, comfortably, when I'm, you know, typing, working, that type of thing, I thought that 2.5 was a good speed for me to be at. And finally, tip number four is to not overdo it. And I think that this one is a little tricky, especially if you do enter in those like flow states on your treadmill where you're feeling really focused, you're feeling really good. Just make sure that you're taking breaks for water, taking breaks for snacks, and also taking breaks to just sit down, give your feet, give your legs a rest. I found that the days that I felt the best about walking while working were the ones where I had a pretty balanced routine. I was, you know, walking, I was working, I was resting, I was drinking water. All of those things are pretty important if you're trying to make this a long-term thing. But I think that's all I have for you guys. I really enjoyed doing this whole 30-day experiment and I hope you guys enjoyed the results and the tips that I had to share. Thank you guys so much for listening and for all your messages. I sometimes get DMs about how you are, you know, enjoying this podcast and you, you know, like you look forward to next episodes, that type of thing. And it honestly just makes my entire day. It makes me so, so happy. And I just really, really appreciate you guys being here. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd really appreciate it if you could rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out and it also helps get the podcast out to more people who might benefit from it. But thanks again for listening. It means the absolute world to me and I'll talk to you guys all next week on Onwards and Upwards.